Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. And first, before we get rolling with this podcast episode, I just want to say that I've been thinking about all of you during this challenging time of this global COVID pandemic. I love you all. I really appreciate you guys for showing up and listening to this movement. We are growing even during the quarantine life. I truly believe that staying positive and finding some good news right now is more important than ever before. And remember, that's always been the mission of this podcast since we launched it back in 2018. Today's episode is a piece of good news happening in this moment in time, but we also know it is happening during some very challenging and difficult times. There is somewhat of a real estate boom going on here in my home state of Connecticut, and today we're going to take a deeper dive into what's going on exactly. Welcome to podcast number 72. I am so excited to welcome my friend who knows the real estate market inside and out. He lives and breathes this basically his whole life. Ryan Ravis is the co-president of William Ravis Incorporated and the president of William Ravis Mortgage. William Ravis Real Estate, by the way, just to brag on you a little bit, is the number one family-owned real estate company in the Northeast. So welcome to the podcast, Ryan Ravis. Ryan, how are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, it's so good to see you, even in quarantine life, as we sit here on Zoom together, even though we live close, close by each other. But how are you doing in this crazy time, and how is your family doing? Well, you know, um, how am I doing? First of all, my family is, is healthy and well, so we're very thankful for that. Um, we have about 400 employees at uh, the Ravis Companies and about 4,000 sales associates, and um, it, it has not been easy to transition. Um, I don't think this has been easy on anybody. Um, and our first and foremost, our priorities have been the safety of our of our business family and our employees. And um, it's been a transition, but I think people are at this point are very optimistic. That's good. We like optimism, right? I think that's good. Yeah. Um, well, I know you and Megan are very busy at home with three busy kids and you're working now from home. So I'm sure it's really challenging. But so Ryan, you've basically, like I said, you've spent your entire life basically in the real estate business. Your dad, Bill Ravis, started the Ravis Real Estate Empire in 1974. So that's, do the math, like 46 years ago. That was quick. Mm -hmm. I just did that. Mm -hmm. I quickly did that. Mm -hmm. So you're living and breathing this industry basically since you've been in diapers. You're tracking all the market trends. So tell us exactly what is going on right now in Connecticut real estate. That's what we want to know. Sure. Well, let me, let me tell the story of Connecticut real estate here um, so far this year. Uh, 2020 has been an exceptional year for real estate. Um, we have seen an increase in the amount of homes sold, the amount that they're selling for. Uh, the average sales price has been up in Connecticut. And that trend has been going until we got to about May 1st. Um, we saw the number of homes selling just increasing, increasing every single month. And of course, due to the pandemic, um, there was a limit on the amount that people could see houses or their uh, desire to put a home on the market. So there's going to be a little bit of a slowdown in activity in May. But what's happened is there's less homes on the market now than there typically is in any given year. But there's more and more thirst for buyers. 
So we have this tremendous wave of buyers, people living in Connecticut and even outside Connecticut coming into the state, but not as many listings on the market right now. So our agents um, are very busy talking to their buyers, getting them prepared to see inventory, getting them prepared to put an offer in. Um, and what we're seeing right now, as we've gotten to the point where we've kind of starting to, um, to flatten the curve and start thinking about life back to a, a normal, um, is that uh, there's just a tremendous activity for buyers and tremendous competitiveness for well-priced listings. So exactly like how many phone calls and emails are get are coming in right now? I mean, are you guys just flooded and is it mostly people from New York city that want to escape Manhattan or what do you think, what do you think is driving it and just how busy are the phones ringing and the emails coming in? Well, I, I think the last two weeks have been particularly busy. Um, prior to that, Again, the focus has just been on remaining safe, remaining home, and, and trying to get past the, the pandemic. But in the last two weeks, people are starting to think about the future. They've been in their homes. Um, <laughs> they're, either, they're either looking around and saying, my home could use this or that, this cosmetic upgrade, or we could use this type of addition, or they're looking for new houses. Our internet activity has been up. Um, and funny, it's been up in the suburban towns. So... I think, Nina, to answer your question, um, it's folks who live in Connecticut, they're looking for a change anyhow, but there is a big influx of, of, uh, of uh, folks outside of the state coming in. A lot of people in New York City um, uh, booked long-term rentals about a month ago. Um, the town of Greenwich, in particular, saw a huge uptick in rentals, Darien, New Canaan, Westport. Um, we have a, an agent, uh, Amy Swanson in Westport had a well-placed listing. She had 17 people for a private showing. And now showings are a little bit different now than, than they typically are. It's not your public open house where people just show up and walk through the house. These are scheduled events and it's almost like, um, uh, like we're doing at the checkout lines in the, in the retail stores. Now you have to stay a certain distance away from each other. Only one, one uh, family is allowed or one group of uh, potential buyers is allowed in the house at one time. And she had 17 showings and had uh, three competitive bids that same day, which is, which is atypical for, um, for the Fairfield County market at this time of year. So basically you're seeing bidding wars going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we're back to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's a different time for sure. We haven't seen those in a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Not in, uh, not in Fairfield County. So what are the buyers, the, the house hunters, what are they saying now that's different? Are they saying things like, I want a yard, I want a home office because the new normal may mean that I'm going to be working from home? Are they saying they want a home gym? Like what exactly are they looking for that's different right now? You know, it, it's tough, Nina. I, I don't ask why they're looking for one type of place or another, but the activity around the places that have a little bit more room, the towns that have a little bit more space. Um, you know, there was a, a time when we were thinking, is the backcountry of Greenwich or the backcountry of New Canaan ever going to make a comeback? And we're seeing a lot of activities in those markets right now. So you, you'd think that 
more space, a home office, a little bit more square footage uh, makes sense to some people. And you think about it, you know, and just talking to some friends in particular who are in the finance industry, their jobs have been in New York City and their employers are thinking about rethinking about the way that they look at where they put their workforce. So maybe it's not all in New York City. Maybe it's a satellite office in Westchester with um, you know, the, the person coming in two to three days a week. So people think that they can stretch their commute a little bit longer. They can get a little bit more um, comfort in their home rather than living in the city. So Ryan, you mentioned the rental market and I've been hearing a lot of buzz about the rental market. So tell us a little bit more about that. What are you seeing there? And are there, are there any rentals even left right now in Connecticut, especially Fairfield County? Um, it's competitive. Well, number one, there's a moratorium on short, short term rentals. You can't rent anything under a month. Um, so, so if you're coming out to rent, there are rentals available. There are a lot of great towns in Connecticut. If you don't find something in Darien, maybe find something in New Canaan or you find something in Wilton, you find something in Westport. There's plenty of, um, plenty of rentals available. Okay, well, that's good news. So you mentioned this before, just how in this new normal, things are very different. You're not doing public open houses. So are basically people looking at houses, maybe on FaceTime, doing something virtual with an agent, and then they're not even seeing the house in real life, and they're just putting in an offer? Is that really happening? Yeah, yeah, it is. We've sold a couple homes, uh, over a million dollars, that have been bought sight unseen in person. But that said, there's a lot of great tools out there today that a seller can use, that a listing agent can use, like a virtual tour, like a 3D tour, where actually a special camera goes in the house and takes a 360 view of the house. Um, and you can essentially walk your way through the house by picking what picture you want to land on. Um, there are some that even if you have uh, virtual reality goggles, that'll, be, that'll, that'll show the tour in 3D. So there's a lot of great ways to show the house. What our, what our agents have been doing, they'll do these virtual tours. They'll put them on our website. So the buyers that are calling them, they're better informed to begin with. There's so much information out there with, um, you know, what, what's the walking score? How far is it to this or that? What's the public schools? What's the score of the public schools? There's so much information out there. And I think in general, people just have the time right now to do the research. So by the time they contact the listing agent, they're very well informed. And the listing agents, because of the, the health concerns, we're instructing them only to speak to um, buyers that are really buying with a purpose, that want to be somewhere in the next 30 days, that have, been, have already talked to their mortgage lender and are pre-approved. Um, so the buyers are, the, the, the transactions ha are happening a lot more quickly than they normally do. Instead of seeing 20 houses, maybe the buyers are only seeing five that they're really interested in. Yeah, that's good. There's w ways they can filter their, uh, their requests, what, they're, what yeah. they're really interested in. Yeah, that's interesting. So Ryan, let's compare this real estate boom that we're seeing right now to what happened after 9-11. What's different about it and maybe also what's similar about it? Well, the economy is different. Um, you know, this is a, uh, there's nothing financially wrong with our economy, economy right now. Um, what we have right now is a, a, a crisis of, of, um, of confidence. 
And, you know, Goldman Sachs has been quoted saying that um, there will be a V-shaped recovery. We're in the second quarter now being May and that in the third and fourth cover, we're going to show gains of about 25%. So third and fourth quarter um, are going to be very good for the economy. When things are good for the economy, they're good for housing. And I've spoken to, um, I've spoken to uh, National Association of Realtors, leadership. These are the folks that represent the 1.4 million realtors across the country, um, as well as congressional leaders. And, and they, there's a big emphasis on housing leading the recovery back. Um, you think about it. People buy a house. What's the first thing they do? They spend the money on the car or a carpenter or a, a roofer or a painter. And there's a lot of people that um, their livelihoods revolve around the buying or selling of a house. So it's very important economically. What's different now versus what's different with, with previous financial uh, crises is that this is just confidence. There's nothing fundamentally wrong. Um, interest rates are as low as they've ever been. Interest rates dipped down into the twos for a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Um, you take that and then you take where housing prices are, which are low relatively, and in Connecticut in particular, which has been a little bit depressed the past couple of years, you have low interest rates and low housing prices, very attractive for an incoming buyer or for somebody who wants to trade up. So Ryan, do you think the, the droves of New Yorkers that are leaving the city, do you think do you think they'll eventually go back and return to New York or do you think they'll be gone forever? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I don't know the, the draw to New York, the draw to New York is the, the lights, the city that never sleeps, the restaurants, the, the plays, you know, the, the buzz. And I think that's why at least my friends who live there, that's why they love living there. And if you take that away, then, and you can't benefit from the space, or you can't benefit from the other things that a suburban lifestyle offers, um, you know, I think a lot of people will be asking those questions. And that's a, that's a personal decision everybody has to make. But I love living here in Fairfield County because I have the space, I have the community. Um, you know, and uh, when I want the buzz, I can just get into New York City in about an hour. So Ryan, let's broaden this this discussion out a little bit beyond Fairfield County. What other parts of Connecticut are seeing this surge in interest right now? Um, all over, actually. Uh, we have uh, several offices on the Connecticut shoreline, Guilford, Madison, Mystic. They're seeing the same type of activity. I mean, that, that area, the shoreline is so beautiful. So if, if you're living in New York and you don't want to go to the Jersey Shore, you don't want to go to Long Island, the Hamptons, you can get, or you don't want to make the long ride to Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, you can very easily get to the Connecticut shoreline. So we're seeing a, we're seeing a, a big uptick in activity there. Yeah, we love the shoreline. That's where I grew up, so I love it. I grew up in New Haven, mm -hmm. but we always went out to Guilford and Madison. That's like our happy place, Branford, all those great towns. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan, let's let's move it out of our wonderful my home state, your home state. Let's move it out of our home states of Connecticut here. What are you seeing in other states? You guys have a huge presence in Massachusetts. So what are you mm -hmm. seeing in Boston, for example, right now? What's going on there? Yeah, sure. We have we have sixty offices in Massachusetts, um, including uh, twelve on the Cape. We've got an office in Nantucket, 
and then um, and then uh, 40 or 50 or so within the state, including Boston and the South End. You know, Boston, um, you know, the story that is told about Boston versus what we're talking about with New York is very different. Um, Boston is still very active. And, um, you know, I, I've, uh, I've spent a lot of time in both places. The, the feel of each of each city is very different. Maybe it's not the high rises. Maybe it's not the density of the population. You know, typically people commute into Boston as opposed to, you know, living around in a living around the corner from where they work. Um, but uh, the Boston market is very active. There's houses going uh, under offer as opposed to you know, New York City's a little bit, um, a little bit quiet right now. Okay, interesting. So Ryan, you talked a little bit about how things are so different. So how, you know, you and Chris, your brother, Chris, and your dad, Bill, you guys, you're the three, you know, the main guys at William Ravis. So how have you guys, as the leaders of your company, how have you had to pivot? I think people want to, you know, other business businesses out there can learn so much from you guys. Just how are you able to pivot and what did you, what sort of advice do you have for other businesses right now as they're trying to pivot with their own businesses? Yeah, I, I think first and foremost, our big concern was making sure that our, our, uh, our business family was safe. Um, before even the government mandates came down, we sent everybody home. Um, some folks picked up, took their whole desk with them and put it on their dining room table. Um, how did we pivot? You know, we looked at the needs of what the consumer were going to be. Um, our industry is a unique one. From the for initially, real estate was deemed an essential service, meaning you know we needed to continue to close houses. People need to get on with their life, um, and a realtor, an agent, they're a hundred percent commission most most of them. So if we don't encourage, show them how to continue to make a lifestyle. We're essentially putting them out of work. So the government has said we're essential. So we as a company had to enable them to continue doing business. Um, fortunately, we were armed with a lot of tools already that allowed us to operate in the virtual world, being the virtual tours, being the 3D tours. Um, we do a lot of drone photography. We have a lot of tools to help uh, people search uh, what listings might be right for them. Um, but aside from the tools, I think Nina, it was a lot of it was just the way that we approach it and the attitude that we approach it with, which is very supportive. And if, if you're comfortable, um, and you're ready, um, emotionally to get back to work, we wanted to be there to support people. Um, and we spent a lot of time working on that. We have, we're communicating constantly with our people, um, Three, four times a week, we have um, at, uh, at, at 10 or 11, depending on the day, we have special sessions devoted to, um, you know, what we need to be doing to get our, 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 uh, our business ready to reboot. Um, we are talking about new trainings that we could be doing, taking this time to kind of sharpen our acts and, and um, hone our skills for when we do come out of the, the pandemic. So this is, I, I have to tell you, I've been probably busier as a executive in the last month, month and a half than I've been in the last 10 years. Wow. That's incredible. And I think it also, you know, 
I think your agents would probably say they've been super busy, right? Do yeah. they, are they saying they haven't been this busy in a long time too? Yeah. 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 It's, and it's, um, it's reaching out to clients, making sure that they're making sure they're okay. Number one, yeah. making sure that they're safe. Uh, and then seeing if there's something that we can help them with. Right. And like I said, when you're sitting, <laughs> when you're sitting in your home, uh, nearly 24 seven, you're going to, you're going to want to think about what your options are. Definitely. Well, I love that you guys are family owned business. I feel like that's why you worry and think about your people first, like a family. So I really appreciate that, that you guys are like that. So Ryan, what role do you think social media is playing right now in the real estate world? I feel like it's probably more important than ever. Yeah, it is, but it's, it's not everything. Um, it's, um, we, social media, um, and it's beautiful to, you know, you can, you can organize what type of things you're looking for. You can see kind of uh, what the trends in real estate are. Um, and it's, it's a good platform to kind of gauge interest in and see what the different types of eye candy are out there. So, you know, if you're looking for a beautiful wine cellar or you're looking for a beautiful backyard or a home gym or a home office, that's social media is a great place to, to take a look for that and to get some different ideas. Um, so as a platform to kind of, um, you know, generate interest, I think it's exceptional. It's also a great platform to, to, for people to show their personality as well. I mean, there are, like I said, a million and a half realtors out there. Um, not everyone's going to be right for you. So as a consumer, you can see what different agents are up to, what their approach is. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's nice to see some of our agents able to show their personality on social media as well as get some real information across to the people who might want it. Yeah, I think that's great. And it is amazing that some of my friends are doing that. They're actually finding their realtors on Instagram. So yeah, I think that's yeah. really, I think it's really cool. I think it's a great tool for you guys. So Ryan, what's your best advice right now for house hunters? Tell us like, give us the real Ryan Ravis talk, the best advice if we're looking for a house right now. If you are looking for a house right now, um, number one, make sure that you have your finances in order. Um, a lot has changed in the last three weeks with uh, the banking system and credit guidelines. And even if you've been out and have been pre-approved, say a month ago, things have changed. You want to take a look at that. Uh, number two, if you're, if you're going to go out buying um, and you're going to make an offer, make it a competitive offer because there are a lot of, like I said, the list, there's not a lot of fresh inventory on. Um, and so the, the people that are putting in offers, there's a lot of offers coming in. And if you want yours taken seriously, um, it should be competitive. It should be accompanied by a mortgage pre-approval from your bank that's updated within the last three weeks. Um, and, you know, I remember Megan and I, when we, when we bought our first house um, about 15 years ago, we wrote a letter to the owner. We wrote, you know, kind of, uh, you know, this is Megan and Ryan Ravis. We're moving into town for the first time. We want to start a family. We, you know, we want a pretty backyard with the flowers and a picket fence and a dog. And we told the story of who we were. Um, and I think that's helpful also. It may sound a little bit over the top, but it actually, it actually is uh, something that works sometimes. It would work for me. I, if Ryan and Megan Ravis <laughs> sent me a letter, I'd be like, sold. I love them. Yeah, it's so good. No, I love that idea. I love that idea. I love writing handwritten notes anyway. So I think that goes a long way. So that's a great, great idea. So Ryan, do you think, I know this is big picture, but 
do you think that this global pandemic has officially changed the way you're going to do business like going forward? I mean, like, what do you think it's going to look like when we can reopen? I mean, do you think people are going to be comfortable doing open houses? Or are you going to do a lot of things virtually? And maybe is that easier for you guys and easier for realtors and sellers and buyers? I mean, what do you think it's going to look like? You know, I don't think this, this has changed. Um, anything drastically. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time, like, like you said, I've been in this business since I was in diapers um, and it is our family business. So we spend a lot of time thinking about what the future of real estate is going to look like. Um, I don't think, I don't, I think it hasn't changed the way that real estate will be sold. It just will accelerate it a little bit more. Um, you know, more advanced tools will be used to better inform the consumer about the homes that they're buying. But, you know, and we do tell stories about people seeing homes sight unseen, but that's not the norm. If you're going to make an, an, an investment someplace where, you know, you're going to actually live and you're going to get some utility out of being in this, in, in a certain home, um, you, normally people want to see it. They want to walk around, they want to feel it, they want to smell the air, they want to, you know, hear what's happening in the, in the, uh, uh, in the neighborhood or around them. And uh, so I, I think it won't reinvent the real estate category, it'll just refine it a little bit more. Okay, that's interesting. So Ryan, you know, I like good news. Nina's got good news. So do you think this boom that we're seeing right now in this moment, do you think this is long-term good news for the state of Connecticut or what are your thoughts on that? I think it's long-term good news for homeowners in the state of Connecticut. Um, and um, I think we'll see housing prices come up, I think uh, for two reasons. One is the limited supply right now. Uh, and two, we're gonna see an influx of, of uh, new buyers, a new population from New York City. The trend that we've seen over the past couple of years, we've seen the high income earners leaving the state of Connecticut. Well, I think there's going to be more high income earners coming back to the state of Connecticut. Um, I think that we'll see more businesses populating um, the state of Connecticut uh, and, this, and suburban towns in general across the United States. So I do think it's, it's wonderful news for the state. Oh, well, you know, I'm cheering for that because... Um... <laughs> I just want my state to do well. I mean, you know, I've lived here my whole life. Well, other than when I, you know, was in my TV career and left for New York and Boston, but otherwise I've been here my whole life and, you know, I love raising my kids here and I just want, you know, things to be really good here for this beautiful state. And it is, we have so much to offer here. Don't you think it's mm -hmm. like such an incredible mm -hmm. place, especially for families. No place like it in the world. So true. So Ryan, how can our listeners find you? Um, tell us, like, how can they follow along, find out more about William Ravis, find out more about Ryan Ravis and Megan? Yeah, sure. I, well, on Instagram, I'm, I'm Ryan Ravis. Um, you can go to our website, ravis.com, R-A-V-E-I-S.com. Um, you can sign up for our newsletters that will show you all the market statistics and give you all the insight to, to the stuff that I'm talking about here. On my Instagram page, I get I get a little bit more personal with things, but uh, we like that. We want to see yeah. more of your cute kids. Yeah, we want to see all that. It's so good. I yeah. mean, the fact that you have twin boys and yeah. and Eleanor, but the twin boys, I just you know, they're just so so cute and so busy. They keep <laughs> us busy. They're great. 
Yeah, it's so fun. I know you guys are so blessed. So anyway, Ryan, I just want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing some really good news about what's going on. Even during these challenging times, it's um, nice to see a little bit of a silver lining for our state of Connecticut. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing it with all of our listeners today. Yeah, my pleasure, Nina. Thank you. That's Ryan Ravis from William Ravis. Remember, the number one real estate family-owned business in Connecticut and the Northeast. So bravo, Ryan. All right, say hi to Megan and the kids, Ryan. Thanks again. Will do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. And now we are also on Pandora. Please be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review all her podcasts too. And be sure to share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. Her handle is Nina B. Clark. Don't forget, Clark has an E at the end of it. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thank you again for listening, and let's just keep being awesome. XOXL.